wasn't going to do an intro for this one. However, I want to use Angus's version of Waiting for the World to Change. Okay, it's, it's, it's like a bootleg version done in a camp in the middle of Western Queensland, but it's very cool. And it's the original song that we used on the podcast all these years ago. And it seems pretty pertinent right now. This one's interesting. I can't thank everybody enough for tuning in and listening to it. Got a lot off my chest, and I and those people that reached out to me, hopefully that's what we all needed. Is there always more to say? There's always more to say. However, as I sit here and record this, I just finished the main show five minutes ago. I've got no idea what I said. That tells me that it's probably a good episode. I'm not going to say enjoy this one because... It's a dark path and a deep rabbit hole. However, just thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Please share this one if it resonates. A reflection for us all. Much love. Take care. Be kind and cool. We'll talk soon. Cheers. hesitation recording this one which we all know means that I have to do it it's an interesting time obviously I've been away from the mic for the longest period and we finished the book hurrah 
The next book's lined up. We're going to start it in the next few weeks. However, while I was away, I did a lot of deep reflection. And I think I've decided that this one's going to be called A Reflection for Us All. We have truly underestimated the amount of trauma that we all went through in the past three years. Now, it's not over by any stretch of the imagination. However, if we don't take some time to assimilate and reflect and objectively observe, what comes next is going to be a lot more difficult. I want to start this by sharing a process with you. So for those that don't know, I am a teacher. I teach adult education. And due to the fact I chose not to comply, I've been teaching online for over two years now, which has had its difficulties, and I'm going to expand on those in a little while. However, one thing I know, I mean, explain to me how it is the end of June. I just, I can't grasp that. However, I know that we've all had an interesting time, a testing time. We've all been tested, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. And there's, it's a bit of a put up or shut up in a lot of ways at the moment. What are you going to do? Who are you going to be? And are you willing to step up and deal with your shit? So you can be here for the next part. And I'd like to share a process with you all. In my teaching, I, I have these three principles, yeah? Keep it simple, stupid, three to five seconds, and housekeeping. Now, these principles are applicable across safety, across manufacturing. They're so applicable in, in every industry and in everything you do from a work sense. And because it was my job and a key part of my job is me teaching those principles so my students can apply them, I'd lost sight because I've been teaching it for well, coming up to 10 years now. And even before that, when I was working FIFO, that's where these principles started, right? In the, you know, on a tiny little island in the jungles of Papua New Guinea is actually where they came from. However, and look, I didn't invent keep it simple, stupid. I'm not, you know, that's ridiculous. It's just about how you interpret it, right? And why three to five seconds? Because three to five seconds is the difference between fucking something up and not fucking it up, okay? You know, in, in all the things that we've done over our existence, all the stupid things that we've done, what would you give to go back and have five seconds before you did some of the key stupid things that affected the rest of your life? What would you do differently? Now, obviously, we can't change the past, but we can change the future. And the one thing that we all, that happens to us all, and especially when we're experiencing the testing times that we're in, and we're being triggered by a lot of our previous traumas, or new traumas, or traumas that are attaching to each uh, trauma we've had in the past, which I think happened to us all to a degree over the last few years. So I'm going to share with you a process the next time you get triggered, because I've shared it with all my students, so you guys definitely deserve it. Next time you get triggered, I want you to keep it simple. I don't want you to outwardly react. The thing is, when you immediately outwardly react, 
that's your trauma taking over or the trigger from the trauma taking over. And the question you need to ask yourself is, are you in control or is the trauma in control? Hopefully it's you. And if it is you, you don't have to react. So don't react, okay? You're going to react inwardly, obviously, but don't outwardly react. Look, the bottom line is, how many times have we all gone off like a frog in a sock? Has it ever helped? Of course it hasn't. So we're not reacting. Then what we're going to do is we're going to take five seconds. Five seconds is not an insignificant amount of time. One, two, three, four, five. It's not an insignificant amount of time, but it literally and has been and will be again the difference between life and death. However, give you five seconds. Give yourself five seconds the next time you get triggered. I want you to ask yourself two questions. First question is this. Does this serve me? This trigger, this reaction that I'm having, does it serve me? And look, we all know the answer to that, don't we? The answer is no. It doesn't serve you. And it has very rarely served you. And then the next question is why? Why are you being triggered? Because in most cases, you're not being triggered by the moment, right? That The moment is forcing you to have a trigger to something else that happened in the past probably, right? And the thing about triggers and a lot of them are defense mechanisms. And look, these defense mechanisms, I mean, let's be honest, right? When you ask yourself, what are you being triggered by? And if the answer is coming back to you that it's being you're being triggered by something that happened five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, don't tell anyone, 20 years ago, don't tell anyone, 25 years ago, right? That's a long fucking time. Okay, look, I'm swearing in this one. I try not to swear, however, sometimes stuff needs to be emphasized, if you know what I mean. But it is a long time. And how long have you been torturing yourself with that trauma, with these triggers? Is it enough? Of course it's enough. So maybe it's time to let it go. Now, can you let it go? Well, look, that's a case-by-case basis and whether or not you are ready to step up and let it go. Do you want to feel the way you feel? Do you want to continue to have these triggers and these traumas surface? Maybe it's time to let it go. The thing is, you can let it go. And I hear you thinking, Triff, it can't be that easy. What if it is? One of the keys to keep it simple stupid is understanding that we overcomplicate things. We needlessly complicate things. All of us do it to a point where of distraction at times. The simple ways are the most effective, the most efficient, and they work. Break things down, keep them simple. So let's keep this simple. We do not have to react. That's step one to taping your power back from your trauma. Step two is recognizing that this reaction no longer serves you. And step three is recognizing why. Now you have the ability to let it go. Now obviously trauma differs. And is this going to work for everything? Nothing works for everything. Is this the silver bullet that solves everybody's problems? No. Does it help? Yes. 
And the thing is, though, look, let's say it's one of these triggers that is a trauma-based response from a long time ago, and you do let it go. And the thing is, if you consciously, objectively do this process, and, and look, I've, it's got to be said, the reason I'm sharing this is because I'm using this process every day. I do truly try and practice what I preach here at the podcast, and I truly do that. It's very, very difficult however I really try and practice what I preach. Am I perfect? No one's perfect, okay? Do I need to continue to work on myself and all the above? And Absolutely. However, I do try and practice what I preach. And these principles, keep it simple in three to five seconds, have allowed me to release so many triggers, which has allowed me to grow and evolve and see past a lot of things because I'm no longer being triggered by Stuff that I would be triggered by easily in the past. Now the thing is, especially if it's one of those tricky triggers and those tricky traumas that have got layers, a lot of them have got layers. If you use this process and you let it go, you're going to feel a physical weight from your shoulders, right? And, But the universe is interesting. The universe is going to test you. It's going to test you because it's going to throw something else at you. Have you really let it go? Come on, have you let it go? Have you, have you, have you? And this is where discipline comes in. Now, discipline equals freedom is one of the most powerful statements. And look, you know we love Jocko around here. However, that discipline equals freedom has served me in ways that I can't even begin to share with you. All right? Not only am I fitter, faster, stronger at 40 than I have been in a long time through the discipline of getting up early and, and getting it done. However, it's the discipline for things like these, these processes, right? These And how we impl- implement these processes. You've got to have discipline. You've got to do it again and again and again. You've got to remake those patterns in your mind. You've got to relearn your behaviors. You've got to be committed to being better. Now, the last few months, I've also been working with some mushrooms, okay? And that has been a very profound experience. And I'm not going to go into that in depth here today. However, it's provided me a different set of pathways in my own mind. Because, look, I've had a lot of head trauma. My brain boiled. Uh, there's, There's a lot going on. And as, you know other types of trauma and stuff like that. The mushrooms are very, very much helped with that in ways that is difficult to explain. However, what I wanted to share was the first time that I had a a reasonable dose. I felt good. Like, good. My mind felt good. My body felt good. And it was this profound understanding of wouldn't it feel good to feel good? You can we can choose to feel good. Right? And 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 why is that a weird thing to say? Why is it weird to say, wouldn't you feel good to feel good? What kind of hippy dippy bullshit is that? It's not. You should. We're human. We should be able to exist and feel good, but we don't. And we don't because of the existence that we've been born into. Or is that the human condition? Right? And then these are the questions that I'm asking myself. However, you deserve to have that weight off your shoulders. You you deserve, you are worthy 
I am worthy, you are worthy, we are worthy of at least feeling better. And using this process in order to process our triggers and our traumas will help us feel better. And the thing is, is that using this is so multifaceted. I mean, just have a think, it just doesn't matter, you know, you, you could apply triggers and traumas, you could apply it to basic interactions, you could apply it to how you deal with yourself. Keep it simple, give yourself a bit of time to process and figure out what's the best way forward. All right? And trust that, trust your instincts, okay? Now, the other thing that I talk about with my students is common sense, critical thinking and personal responsibility. Now, common sense is an interesting one, right? Because, look, to be totally blunt, catering to the stupidest person for so many bloody years, about 20 years now, is like safety and all that's concerned, hasn't helped us, right? The, our quest for comfort and ease and instant gratification has taken away a certain level of common sense that's pretty easy to see. However... I want to believe in the in the core human attributes, and I think a core human attribute is common sense. And we must employ common sense, right? What is the most common sense way to look at this? Occam's razor, okay? Next is critical thinking. Now, I know my awesome listeners are critical thinkers, or else you wouldn't be here with me. And thank you again for those that reached out. As I said, I'm very hesitant to do this show. However, honestly, the reason I'm doing it is, is for those listeners who reached out and for those UTC coders all over the world that have supported us for years and for the new listeners that are that are gathering and gaining information. And again, what I want you to do with this podcast is I want you to share it. Now look I don't ask you guys to share anything. I don't ask for you know, I, I do have a Patreon. I don't promote it or anything else like that. And and it's not about that. However this episode is I want you to share it. If it resonates, share it. If it doesn't, don't. It's okay. However, you can apply, apply, keep it simple, three to five seconds, common sense, critical thinking. Okay, critical thinking is so important, right? Let's analyze lies and truth for a second through critical thinking, okay? Now, what do we call a lie here in Australia? Bullshit. Why do we call a lie bullshit? Because lies smell, okay? Not physically smell, but they smell. I mean, if you think about it, you even make the... When you hear a heinous lie, you even make the face like you smelled something bad, okay? And geez, we heard a lot of bullshit, and we're hearing a lot of bullshit now, okay? There's so many things that I hear, it's like, oh my God, what is that? It's, it's just a lie, and it's a bold-faced lie and a lie that, you know, certain people in certain sectors of our society shouldn't be able to get away with however they are, right? But from a personal standpoint, when you hear a lie, especially if it's a lie you don't want to hear, right? Sometimes we want to stay in our fairyland. We want to keep our rose-colored glasses on and our belief systems are nice and we're, we're stable in our belief systems and we want the, we don't want it to be a lie because that it brushes up against that. It, it, it's going to make us look at something differently. It might cause fear, anxiety, anger, guilt, hate, whatever these negative emotions are, right? Let's face it, not to quote Star Wars, but all these emotions lead to the dark side, yeah? The trick is, when you hit a lie, 
or you hear a piece of information that you don't want to hear uh, and it's a lie and it makes you feel bad or it makes you feel a certain way, do not lean away from it. Do not try and double down and justify the lie. Observe it. Lean lean into it. Feel that discomfort because that's where we grow through understanding that, look, unfortunately, it's pretty clear that pretty much everything is bullshit, okay? We're going to come back to that. However, it's hard to grasp that, okay? That's, there's, there's, there's a way out there. It's hard to grasp that. However, let's stick to localized lies, right? Lean into them, dig into them, understand them, and then assimilate them, all right? Remember here at UTC, we're just collecting tiles on the mirror ball. Not all those tiles are positive, yeah? Right, you've got to assimilate all sides and all perspectives. Second, what about truth? Now, I sat down with Martin a few years ago. I think we were downstairs at his place in Woodford. However, there was a line. The truth has a ring to it. And that is true. Think about that. The truth has a ring to it. Me saying that has a ring to it. When you hear something that is true, it has a ring to it. However, the problem with truth, and look, truth is subjective and objective, but what I'm telling you is after 10,000 plus students in every color, every creed, every religion, every culture coming through my classroom, you know, after working many, many years across Australasia and around this big brown land with all sorts of people, there is actually some subjective and objective truths that we all agree on, regardless of who we are or where we're from. However, the problem with truth, actual truth, is it's harsh. It's not friendly, yeah? It's not rainbows and unicorns truth most of the time. It's spiky, and it makes us feel uncomfortable, and and we've got to you know, think about it, Right? Because there's probably something in there that we need to face about ourselves that we don't really want to face. but it, it, And that makes it even more true, which makes us even lean away from it more. No, 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 no. Same with a lie. You lean into the truth. Now, look, is ignorance bliss? Maybe. I've often wondered that. But what is the cost of ignorance? Use your critical thinking to understand that when the truth has a ring to it, Look into it. Again, if it makes you feel a negative emotion, don't lean away. Lean in. Get uncomfortable. Because unfortunately, we've got to get uncomfortable. There is discomfort in our future. And the reason there is discomfort in our future is it's a never-ending cycle of humanity. Okay? We must lean into things that make us uncomfortable. Because that is where we grow. Last is personal responsibility. Now, this is a hard one. This is a hard one for us all, right? We all got to take responsibility. And it's one that I'm... Look, all of these things, just let's be very clear. Let me reiterate that I'm not throwing stones in glass houses. Do I have to work on all these things myself? Am I constantly working on all these things myself? Absolutely, yes, I am. Am I perfect? No, I'm not. Do I fuck it up? Yes, I do. We all do. The other thing, the quest for, for perfection... The fact that we pretend that things can be perfect, it's a lie, okay? It will never happen. 
right? It's it's the imperfect things that can make things perfect. You'll be forever chasing an invisible line if you continue your quest for perfection. It's like that old adage, right? Reach for the stars. Do you have any idea how far away the nearest star is? It's a long way away, okay? You're not going to get there, right? But hey, we might get off this planet, so maybe it's worth a shot. Because this planet... Look, you know, I, I, I've i seen a few things in my time, and, you know, I went through a few different periods of incarnations of a civilization, you know, with my generation, right? And I struggle to process and understand what has gone on. Now, I really want you to cement, keep it simple, three to five seconds. Actually, the last principle, I should share the last one, is housekeeping. Keep things tidy. Right? You want to change the world? Clean your room. There's so much truth to that. Okay? What does your personal space look like? Is it a maelstrom of chaos? You're going to find no clarity if it's a maelstrom of chaos. If you keep it neat and tidy, will that allow flow? Yes, it will. But it's also a, it's also to do with your mind. What are you wasting your precious thoughts on? What are you looking at? What are you engaging with? Remember that you are in control of the algorithm of your phone. Right? Since the, the chaos subsided, so to speak... I've re-trained uh, the algorithm in my phone to go back to megaliths and cars and cool stuff, right? It's very rare that I see the darker side anymore, okay? However, for this show, I had to delve in because I had some major epiphanies in my intense reflection over the last three months and we really need to assimilate some of this stuff and understand what it was and what it continues to be. It's not, and this is the thing, it's not over. Right? I mean, it's just not. Okay? We all know that. How we're pretending that we, that we don't. All right? And look, I've got a whole list of, you know, I took notes for this one because I, I wanted to try and capture as much as I want. And the first note here is psychological operation. We all grasp now that we were subjected to pretty much the biggest psychological operation that the world has ever known over the last three years. And we continue to be under that operation. It's just shifted, okay? However, if we focus on 2020 to, you know, 2022, that was a psychological operation on the public of the world, the people of the world, unlike anything that was ever seen before. And when I say we underestimate the trauma that we experience through that, we really do. And look, let me be clear. I'm in a space now where I no longer give a shit about who did what or who said what, okay? If you had four or five of those jabs, I'd be worried if I was you. However, you did what you did and you felt you did it for whatever reason you did it for. However, we were all manipulated. We were all... um, compromised and 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 part of this psychological operation right i mean for me personally because i chose not to comply uh, let me be as i say i'll, I'll be honest with you guys right i, I lost about 70 percent of my income uh 
over those three years. And I'm very, very much still trying to find my way back, right, from all that lost income. Not to mention where I was with the show and everything else like that. But during that time, that during the chaos, sure, money's one thing, and that, that's been very hard on my family, and it's 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 difficult, right? And I know I'm not alone in struggling financially these days, and you know I, I feel you guys, and I know you feel me. However, just the you know, I had I had a lot of people that I thought were brothers or sisters or uh, mentors or people that I looked up to and respected that just savagely attacked me because I chose to stand. I chose to say no. And look, I know people and there's some UTC brothers and sisters there that they know they know they lost I know that they lost friends I know that some of them lost marriages lost jobs lost everything right and here we are we're trying to pull our pieces back together you know and look the one of the first stanzas of that poem that I wrote ages ago comes back to me now right and and it's not as prominent as it used to be but when it all just sort of went back to normal, and I'm doing air quotes there, I used to think, you know, I look around at the people I see and I can't help but wonder who would have hung me from a tree. Because it's not zero, right? It's not zero. We, those that have been counted have been counted now, okay? Now, there's those of us that were never, ever going to comply. Now, I don't think... And we're still not going to, by the way. I don't think if you're not one of us, you don't understand what that means. Never. Okay? Never. We were never going to comply no matter what they did, no matter what they said. Never. Because in our hearts and our souls, we knew we were right. And it's not about right or wrong anymore, but Jesus, we were right. Okay? We were were fucking right. Right? Everything... All the posts that I got taken down, all the shows that have got taken down off YouTube, all of that stuff, most of everything that was said, and look, it's not just me, I'm a humble, you know, indie podcaster. Think about all the people that lost their jobs, lost their livelihoods, lost their work. I mean, I lost my work, I lost a lot of stuff, and you know what I mean? Like, it's it's difficult. But that was a psychological operation to turn us against each other over an experimental medication. Think of it. Let me say that again. That it was a psychological operation to make people have an experimental medication to divide and conquer us. And look, you know, all of a sudden people just die suddenly, right? I mean, the actual numbers are, and these are a lot of the things that just don't get talked about now, more people are dying every month around the world in numbers not seen since World War Two. Now, two years ago, a 90-year-old dies with COVID, not from COVID, with COVID, and it's front-page news and enough to lock an entire society down. I mean, think about that, right? You know, we, we in my household, we, we, we used to watch the... Uh, old pallet jack and her her and that nasty little troll of a health officer here in Queensland, we used to watch their morning things, their updates, right? 
and it became a game. There was one half an hour presser where they said the word vaccinated or get vaccinated, that term, over 50 times in 30 minutes. Contemplate that for a second. Now let's just use our critical thinking that we're supposed to engage with. Do you know what neuro-linguistic programming is? It's saying the same thing over and over and over and over to get it into the zeitgeist, right? That was a psychological operation. Now it's not like, because it's bullshit now, yeah? Right? Something like 9,000 plus side effects for the Pfizer vaccine to cure one virus that had a 99.8% survival rate. Now that's every single variant, by the way. It never, never ever got below 99%, right? Never ever. And the average age was always above the average age of death for the general population. And Marx's never worked. The initial response to that was true, okay? And look, I feel sorry for the people that I see in masks these days. I wonder, I mean, you talk about psychological trauma and a psychological operation, what are they dealing with, right? To pretend that that's a good idea. Like, you know, and the thing is, like the crazy stuff, you know, as, as I've been sitting in a deep reflection, I've been looking back, I wore my, I've got a downhill mountain biking helmet, right? I wore that into the supermarket to do my shopping in the height of the chaos and no one blinked twice at me, right? What are we talking about? Oh, no, that's right. Trust the science. Well, it turns out the science was bullshit. And the thing is, they all, they knew the whole time now. Right? These endless distractions that we see through the media and the corporate media and all that sort of stuff, none of them are focusing on that. Right? And how are these people, these publicly elected bureaucrats, and then the ones that aren't publicly elected, how did they get away with it? How? How did they implement a psychological, a global, global psychological operation? on billions of people and how they're not being held to account. Well, they just distracted us, didn't they? Okay. Here's the next little shiny thing. However, have no doubt and make sure you assimilate into your brain that we are still under the psychological operation. However, what we went through the last three years is unprecedented and no one has ever been through what we went through. Now, if you were pressured in one direction and you, you took the experimental medication, that you, you've got a different thing set of things to deal with. If you wanted to and you thought you were doing the right thing, look, if that's what you thought, fine, whatever, I don't care anymore. However, because there's much bigger fish to fry now. If you were forced because you didn't want to lose your job to feed your family to do it, geez, I know a lot of those people and they regret it, Okay. Do you have any idea how many people I know that are three or four jabs in that are terrified they're just going to drop dead? Oh, no, we can't say that. People just drop dead now. Um, you know. I mean, imagine that. Those Remember 2019? Remember four and a half thousand years ago in 2019? People didn't drop dead. They do now, though. Although that's not in the corporate media much anymore because, it, you know, the whole news page would be about that. Oh, the hospitals are overrun here in Australia too, by the way. Not because of COVID. 
mainly because of heart issues and heart attacks. But we can't talk about that. We can't talk about Fight Club, right? The first rule of Fight Club is we can't talk about Fight Club. Because the reality is that experimental medication was experimental and it didn't work. And they gave it to billions of people. Billions. Now, there's a separate question as to how they manufactured all that in that time frame. And it's virtually impossible. Like, seriously. The, 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 um, the theory that they had some stuff stockpiled ready to go has some weight if you just think about the manufacturing and logistics of the of the vaccine. Don't forget about what's inside the plastic tube. Just talk, tell me about plastic tubes. Where did you get 7 billion plastic tubes from? Where did you get 7 billion needles from? 7 billion plungers from? Where did they come from? And how did you get it done in six months? Right? How many things a second if they produced those, you know, let's say they produced a billion vaccines in six months. All right? Remembering that a billion is a million millions, right? Let's just grasp that. All right? Divide a billion by the amount of seconds in a month. And and, and then speak to me. Tell me how they did that. And explain to me that it potentially wasn't already organized previously. Yeah, but that's a different story. I don't want to get too deep. It's the psychological operation that I'm talking about now. And the effects of that. So the next, the next one is, you know, the effects of the neuro-linguistic neuro, neuro programming. Okay. What are the effects of that on all of us, right? Assimilating that data, seeing, being pounded with that. And even now, because, you know, now it's like, it's hard to deny that it wasn't all bullshit, right? So that means everything that they said, everything they did, everything we did, the things that we did, blah, 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 blah. That programming that was put into us was a lie in most cases. How do you process that? What do you do with that? What is, and the next one here is, what is your ongoing mental state? Right? And this is the ongoing mental state is something I want to talk about for a second because look, my job is monotonously repetitive and sort of driving me a little insane, if I'm honest. However, it, I am very appreciative and it's keeping the roof over our heads. However, one of the things that I do, because I do Zoom classes every day, well, not every day, I, I don't do as many classes as I used to. However, when I do the Zoom classes, I'm looking at, let's say, 15 heads right and i'm seeing the same thing regardless of color creed religion culture doesn't matter everybody's tired everybody's stressed everybody's strung out right the ongoing mental state and the ongoing pressure that we are under is affecting us greatly and the thing is we don't want to talk about it right Another thing is too that I see, and look, I say this in my classes, and I want to say it to you guys too. You're not alone, okay? I know it feels like it. Oh, it feels like it here too. Well, I'm sitting alone in the in the studio. However, we're not alone, right? Because we all agree. Now, when I say we all agree, 
I think it was last week, week before, I had a class, 12 different cultures, 15 different people, and I, expl- I we had a similar conversation that I'm talking about right now, and every single person agreed. 12 different countries, 12 different cultures, 15 people, everybody was nodding along and agreeing with everything that I'm saying. Okay? But the ongoing mental state of society is fragile, right? And you can see it. If you open your eyes, you can see it. People are fraying at the edges, okay? Like, there's been a few days when I've been out on the road on the highways and stuff, and people have been crazy, like nuts, you know? And there's been some nutty things happen, even in my little country town, local area. People wigging out and doing crazy shit. Because we're fraying, the society is fraying, because the psychological operation, we're, we're coming out of it, well, we're still underneath it, it's just a different version. However, the, the initial one, we're coming out of it and realizing it was all bullshit and going, hang on a minute, What? Are you saying that everything that I did and everything that I said and, you know, my nan died by herself and I couldn't go and see her and go to her funeral? Now, I'll never forgive or forget because of that. Never. That's just never, right? There's some things that are seared into my memory, okay? But what about what they did to us, right? Sure, there's the psychological stuff, but I remember watching live the Victorian police opening fire, sure, rubber bullets, at the Shrine of Remembrance on their own people for protesting what? Everything they were protesting was true. Those people were attacked, shot at by their own police. The people that swore to serve them We watched here in Queensland people being thrown to the ground and carted away for not wearing a mask. Can you fathom that now? Thrown to the ground, cuffed and taken away for not wearing a mask. Right, but a bedazzled, you know, fishnet mask was okay. Like, the ridiculousness of it now, if you actually sit and reflect for a second, is unbelievable, right? How it... there's parts of that that is just seared into my brain. You know, and it's, like I said, it's not over, right? I, as I said, I, I, there was a form, there was a plan. One of those people released a plan, and basically the plan was the pandemic, the vaccine, the medical rollout, and then it was the economic pressure due to the inflation because of the money and blah, 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 blah. We're just in the next step of the process, right? I mean, I'm gonna. We'll, we'll talk about some of the process we're in in a minute, in a little while. However, it hasn't stopped. But in order to deal with what's coming next, we need to reflect on what happened, right? And we we were under newer linguistic programming, okay. And whilst a lot of me understands the cognitive dissonance, and obviously I, I've had to employ it myself, right? Because it could send you around the off the head deep end if you. Stay in those rabbit holes, right? And I think the thing is, you know, there's a lot of disinformation, misinformation. The charlatans came out and, you know, professed dates and white hats and black hats and blah, blah, bullshit, right? So it's hard, okay, from the, you know, the truth of movement, okay, uh, perspective, which I do not subscribe to anything. You guys know that. I'm not part of any club. I don't believe anyone or anything, totally right 
and that's how we should all all should be. Okay, I'm just a humble little Aussie pod, podcaster running the UTC. Okay, and look, I've had my own fair share of interesting experiences to do with that over the last seven years. However, you know, just be aware of your mental state. And whilst I know you must engage cognitive dissonance in order to exist in this three-dimensional meat suit that we unfortunately find ourselves in, you've got to find time to take a break and just contemplate what I'm talking about, okay? And maybe use the process, right? Keep it simple, take your time, bring it up, release it, take your time, release it, bring it up, you know, and that's part of what I've been doing. You know, because, look, I didn't want to do this show, okay? I didn't want to sit down and do this podcast. However, I know that when I get to the end of this podcast, I'll be better, right? Because I will have expressed myself, okay? However, we were all part of a psychological operation, okay? And there's a level of cognitive dissonance that's stunning to behold and still ongoing. Look, I... It's difficult, however, step away a little bit from the cognitive dissonance process, okay? Now, the thing is, the, the the psychological operation that we were under, and one of the things that I realized, look, because I had to take a job, I wanted to continue, to, you know, teaching was what I was doing, right? I was moving forward in that career path, and I was looking at different avenues and options at the end of 2019 about what I'm going to do and blah, 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 blah. So that's what I was doing. I hadn't really done anything else, and I didn't want to comply, so I got an online job. I've been in that online job for over two years now, okay? And as part of my intense reflection, I realized that I never left lockdown. And that was deep and still something that I am dealing with, yeah? Because the other thing that happened too is that I... I I taught out of the studio, right? I was in the refinery every single day teaching, 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 which took away the magic of the studio. So the last month or so, I've been not working in the studio and it's it's getting its magic back, right? It's actually interesting being here by myself. It's just purely set up for the show. It's back to its old function, and it feels better in here. It feels nice in here. Angus actually said that the other day when we recorded the book. He's like, you've shifted the energy back to what it should be in here. And that's true, right? I mean, this is an awesome space, guys. You know, anyone that's in Brisbane, you know, and wants to come on the show, reach out, let me know. Come round to the refinery. It's a wicked space to do an interview in. You know, that it was built for that purpose until we were divided, right? And... I sort of sucked the life out of the studio and I never left anywhere and I never left lockdown. You know, I was I was surviving and I was trying to make sure that I was feeding my family and, and bringing what, what money I could in into the family to keep a roof over our heads to the best of my ability. And it just became a, a survival thing. And I'm coming out of that now. I'm seeing that from a different perspective now. Um, and I'm venturing out, right? And I'm, I'm realizing, because what does that do? What does that do? When we talk about psychological operation, how's our, how have our psyches been affected? Right? Because what I've been able to do, 
as I say, with the help of some plant medicines, is is understand that, right? How my psyche's been affected. I mean, if I think about the person that I was on the path that I was going to be or, you know, prior to 2020, and we can't go back. However, we've got to reflect. You know, I was on a path of peace. You know, things were really good in my relationship. My work was really good. I was actually really happy where I was. Podcast was growing and becoming a very popular international indie podcast. And then, you know, and then it just bang, it just stopped, right? But I think for me, I was choosing a path of peace. Yeah. However, with everything that happened, I had to choose another path. You know, and just that, contemplating what lengths am I going to go to to protect my family and not comply with this craziness. Right? And there's a percentage of the population that was going to never and will never comply because we, you have, someone has to say no to this stuff. You know, because we were right. Everything we said, we were right. We didn't want to be right. Just so you understand, the darkness and the dark holes that we had to go into and, and, and truly think about what could happen, right? And the thing is, it was so close to so many crazy things happening. But the protests grew. The COVID numbers didn't grow. A million fucking people turned up to Parliament House. They said it was 10,000, which... What kind of 1984 George Orwell? I mean, that's just the start of that. But, you know, what kind of bullshit was that? It was when a million people turned up to Canberra that they went, ah, we better back this off because uh, for every person that was at Canberra, and unfortunately I couldn't make the trip to work to get, I, I tried to get there, but I just couldn't make the logistics work. For every person that was there, there was 10 people that weren't. And they knew that, right? Because by then... Even those that had partially complied and gone along with the narrative to a certain point were waking up and going, what is going on? But then we're just supposed to back to reality. And it's weird out there, right? It's weird out there. Is that? I know it's not just me because I've had that conversation with a lot of people. You go into a big public space now or a big shopping center and it's weird. The energy's weird because, you know, again, for every hundred people you see, a percentage would have hung you to a tree, right? We've been counted now. We know who's who, okay? And, you know, we've taken our masks off and we've, we've stopped abusing people on the internet. Have we now know who's who? Now, granted, I think those that, uh, what would we say, militantly complied, there's a vast percentage of those people that probably won't do it again. However, there will always always be people that will walk lockstep behind the authority, okay? And we saw who those people were now. And the problem is, can we pick them, right? Well, we, you know, personally we know how we were treated and personally know how we were ostracized or how what we were spoken to and all that stuff. And it's so fascinating, the people that would argue with me on social media about everything that I was right about, well, not me, but us as a collective we're right about. And look, I never bought into the grand conspiracy stuff, right? I was looking at the numbers. I was looking at the the science, as you would say it, and just the level of bullshit that was being said, right? Those people don't hear from those anymore. Don't hear from them anymore, right? They're willing to, you know, some of the things that I saw 
people said to each other, some of the things that were said to me, right? It's like, really? Really? Like, yeah, look, it's one of the things, right, is that, and it's not to be a grumpy old man, but back in my day, you wanted to insult someone like that, that you did it to their face and you found out what the consequences were. Like, they call that fuck around and find out. But because these people are behind their screens and, you know, they felt justified, and look, the thing is, I've been able to reflect and find compassion for those people. And we should all do that as well. Because they were in a fear state. They don't, they didn't have the sense of self. They're looking for something else, right? And it's difficult because of what happened. However, we've got to move forward, right? Because at the end of the day, we are all brothers and sisters on the same big blue ball hurtling through infinity, okay? And look at that. The next point was uh, evolution of thought process. I just did that. We've got to evolve our thought processes, right? And like I think this whole keep it simple three to five seconds and using it on your small triggers that affect you every day, if you can employ the discipline to do that, that's going to free your mind to look at other things, Okay. It's going to free your mind to be able to assimilate and look at different things and other things. And it, and it forces you to use critical thinking, right? And look, these are, these are tools, guys. We've all got our tools. We've all got things we can do, things we can use to help us on our journeys, you know. And look, the, the quest for self stuff um, that I did early on is very valuable, right? I mean, that that's some of the toolboxes that I'm using now, okay, still using, right? The, a lot of that basis stuff that we talked about all those years ago, that's the basis of everything that I've tried to do since then. Um, so reflect on the Quest for Self episodes if you're you know, looking for something different. Um, how do we understand this new world? That's the, that's the next point, right? How do we understand the new world? Because they are trying to implement the new world order, aren't they? I mean, you know, have you seen that mashup of the media where it's like every single head of state, this is the good time for the new world order, the new world order, the new world order, you know? And the old WEF boys and girls, they just aren't going to give up, are they? Right? Well, you can't be a boy or a girl anymore. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, you know, <laughs> how do we understand this new world? Look, I think it's it is about trying to reflect and it's about remembering what it is to be human right there's core things that make us human which is love which is communication which is um you know working with each other and not against each other and understanding you know re realizing you know the thing is if 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 nothing else you know we, th this new world right so in they tried to divide and conquer us we saw what fear and control and divide and conquer can do yeah we saw that in one version. We're now on the next version where for the last 30 days we've had rainbow fucking bullshit pervaded through everything, okay? So they're trying to split us up. They're trying to say that men and women don't exist, right? Women can be men, men can be women, right? And look, there is... Let me be very clear. You want to be a gender-fluid unicorn, you'd be the best gender-fluid unicorn you can be. I don't give a shit. But dancing around in lingerie in front of my children? Are you fucking serious? That's wrong, okay? Allowing 11-year-olds to pick their own gender, that's wrong. Teaching 
primary school students about anal sex at the seven. And that's happening right now. Just so we're clear, that's happening right now, okay? That, that, that's being pushed across multiple education systems across the world. This is happening right now as we speak. That is wrong. You've got to question why that's happening though, right? You know, it's like, it's divide and conquer, okay? The, the, the big problem is, is understanding this new world is it's a world that's been under design. Look, you would probably, one of the things that broke my mind on the back end of 2022 is I was like, you know, that dude, he's got the, he's got the, he's got the pen and the strings and all that sort of stuff. That was me, right? And I realized and I saw that this has been a plan for a while, okay? They are, it's, it's not something new. It's been in play for a long, long time. And they just found their mechanism. And we fell for it, right? Because we're in a vulnerable place. We were soft, okay? Soft men create hard times, you know? And we're about to face those hard times, right? And you're going to be countered, what are you going to do? Who are you, Right? Because, you know, in this new world, we have to adapt. But it's also about remembering who the fuck we are. About remembering who the 99% is. We do not have to comply. Right? And the thing is, I grew up with gays and lesbians, okay? I was molested by a gay man. I... I've got nothing against, even despite that, I've got, I understand that that is a certain section of society and I don't care, okay? Took me a long time to get to that place in certain different things and matters, but that's where I'm at now. So don't think that I'm against you being and having and doing whatever you want with whoever you want, but don't tell the fucking children about it. That's a general rule. Keep the... They, the, the innocence of our children is more important than anything else. And in understanding this new world, how do we come together? Maybe we come together to protect the children, right? Because it's not about us. It's not our world. It's their world. And what are they going to grow up in? What are they going to grow up in if we allow this to continue? If we allow this new world order to continue to proliferate, what kind of place are they going to grow up into? And from an Aussie perspective, this voice thing, every indigenous leader that I know and respect is against it. That should be enough, right? Every indigenous person and leader that I know is against it. So if that's the case and I see more against it than for it, then what are we talking about? And again, it's just a Trojan horse, okay? You know, you know Alex Antic, I, I like him, I, and, you know, Rennick and these boys, they, they are trying to, trying, they're trying, right? They're, they're brave men for some of the stuff that they say, I'll tell you right now. However, it is this, this a Trojan horse. The answer is no to that as well, okay? Now, if I look to the Indigenous elders that I know and the Indigenous leaders that I know, and I saw them saying yes, would I reevaluate? Yeah, I would look at it and I would reevaluate. But they're saying no. 
Why are they saying no? Okay. Why when Budweiser did its thing, did they lose billions and billions of dollars? Because that's the people saying no. They don't want this shit. There is so much about that that, that is wrong. Okay. But the problem is, and this is and see, this is what they did, right? They got us to a point where we're that in debt and that stuck and just suckling off the system, right? That you have to comply, okay? Or you won't be able to afford your house or your car or your whatever it is, right? Because you are stuck in this never-ending system. And like I said, I lost, I lost a lot of money over over that period, okay? And it's been a real struggle to maintain my non-compliance and keep a roof over my family's head, okay? You know, and peace and love to and just respect to the rest of the the rest of my pure bloods out there who who didn't comply and have held a line and, and tried to continue in this existence, right? And like I said, if you chose to comply for whatever reason that's that's your prerogative, okay? Um if I was you, you chose to comply, you had three or four or five, right? Look into detoxing, okay? Look into a detox process, right? Try not to fall for a charlatan. However, look into a detox process, okay? Uh, Cursetin, uh, bromelain, all the vitamins they said you couldn't take during the during the chaos, right? They're the ones you should take. NAC, Cursetin, yeah, and look, I know they work because we used them during the chaos and they got us better quickly, right? It's neither here nor there. I don't want to start ranting about that. However... The other thing is too, it's like, yeah, kudos to the, the ones who held the line and, you know, I, I I feel for the ones that were forced to comply and those who chose to comply, well, that's that's your choice. However, I also just want to be all brothers and sisters now, okay? Uh, I really do because what we're facing is so much worse than whatever what has come before and that's the problem, right? The ongoing propaganda that we are still under Right, they are literally in Australia trying to put through legislation to create a ministry of truth where they can fact check anybody. Okay, now look, I'm not 25 anymore, I'm not even 35 anymore, so I'm old enough to remember that they said the climate was going to kill us by 2000. I don't know, sorry, by the mid 90s. Then in the mid 90s, they said it was going to do it by 2005. Then they did it, but it's been the same fucking thing over and over again. Okay. It's it, it's just the, the the amount of bullshit is unbelievable, okay? And these governments, they want control over that, and the Australian government in particular is trying to put through a legislation that they will be able to censor misinformation and fine you for propagating misinformation. Now, if you were to compare that to the misinformation that they took down over the last three years, all of that misinformation was correct, most of it. Most of everything that we were trying to push was correct. End of story. And there's nothing that anyone can say about that now because that is true. Right? But we can't talk about Fight Club. Right? And the thing is, the biggest distraction is now the economic squeeze. The pressure that's being put on us. Right? Like, I mean, I... I 
do the shopping, right? So every time it's like seems like on a week by week basis, things are going up fifty cents, a dollar. Like how, right? Just so we're clear, we all understand that the the biggest corporations on the planet are making the most profit they've ever made in their lives ever, right? You know, and if you analyze the inflation rate versus the interest rate rise, one doesn't match the other. They just keep jacking the rates up to squeeze, 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 because you will own nothing and you'll be happy, okay? Oh, you can't own your house anymore. That's really sad. I'm really sorry about that. I tell you what, we'll buy it for you, okay? We'll even give you some money to play with, but we own the house now. We own the power that goes to the house. We own the heating that goes into the house and the TV that's in the house as well. And look, you're going to have to pay us rent um, and we can jack that up at any time that we like. But look, at the end of the day, we, we will take care of you, right? But you don't have to worry about it because you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Do you know what the common thing is about electric cars? They can be switched off. Not that that will ever work here in Australia and it's just a pipe dream to think that it will however the economic pressure is unreal i know it is for us okay we're constantly reevaluating and and looking and changing and squeezing and tightening and and we're still trying to recover right from the last three years and the thing is too just so we're clear in southeast Queensland, right now, as I, right as I'm talking, last I heard, there is five tent cities in the Brisbane, Greater Brisbane area. In Brisbane, tent cities, homeless people, that can't afford rent and can't afford to live in a fucking house. Okay. Right now, as we speak, no, oh, we don't hear anything about that. Right. Someone took another photo of their ass again. You know what I mean? Like, that's the most important thing. Distraction, distraction, distraction. And the thing is, you go country to country, the world is melting down, fighting back against this stuff. Okay? Whereas Australians are so good at just turning the other cheek, I suppose, or just the cognitive distance. Oh, la, 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 la. The problem is going to be, not just for Australia, but for the world is what point do we stand? Where do we go? Right? Because food factories just burn down now too. It's great, right? There's no eggs on the shelf. In fact, you go to the shops, you go to Woolworths, right? And I've got a critical eye, okay? So there's stuff not on the shelves the whole time. That is manipulated, okay? There is no reason for that anymore. There was never actually any fucking reason for it. Okay? And, you know, these... It's not going to stop. Unless we realize who we are and we make it stop. Okay? Now, I'm not calling for violence, but I don't know, I don't know what I'm calling for. I don't know what the solution is. But how is it that pretty much every single person that's listening to this is agreeing with me, their friends agree, their friends agree, my friends agree, everybody agrees. If everybody agrees, then what the fuck are we doing? Oh, I can't change anything, I will just rule by myself. Yeah, well, 
Isn't that what we're supposed to think? I don't know, Kos. I don't know. What I do know is they're going to try and collapse the economy. Right? That's just, it's plain and simple. There's there's no, even the professionals are saying that at some point it's just going to collapse. So how do you prepare for that? Right? Because that's, you know, they, they do want to get rid of cash. They're trying to get rid of cash. I mean, these are the things, this isn't a conspiracy, guys, right? It's also not like it's not the plan, okay? Klaus and his mates wrote the book called The New World Order. The New World Order is playing out to the plan that's in the fucking book, okay? Maybe not word for word, have in general. They wrote it. You can buy a copy of it. They're pretty proud of it. They're trying to implement it. That's what's happening, okay? Old Albert Sneezy met with Bill Gates for f- seven hours. Won't release what he t- talked about, but, you know, Gates is an upstanding citizen. He hasn't killed anybody. Yeah. He's also buying all the farmland, right? Which, to an extent, is I've, I've heard rumours that that's happening here in Australia. You know, and the, the, there's legislation in WA that... <laughs> look, I don't even... I don't want to start ranting too much, but the, the, the legislation in WA that's about to go through about the cultural heritage land stuff is sublime and ridiculous. Okay? It totally is. Because there's relationships that have been set up on that land with the people and all that sort of stuff. Like, I can't even start on that. All right? I don't want to. Getting wound up. We're trying. I'm trying to go to the end. I'm trying to get to the end. One of the disturbing things is, is that, you know, you, you get into this rabbit hole and you realize that it's all the same, okay? There's literally pretty much only two companies in the world. It's BlackRock and Vanguard. Uh, they have $40 trillion in cash and assets. Something like $10 trillion cash, right? Now, what's a trillion? Okay, what is a trillion? Try and grasp this. A trillion is a billion billions. I can't even fathom that number, right? Imagine if it was $100 notes. How much money is that? $1 trillion. These guys have got 10. All right, these companies that are competing with each other and, oh, this one's taking this out and this company collapsed and blah, blah. No, it's still the fucking same. It is literally a puppet show. And, what, one company collapses worth as $10 billion? They have a they have ten billion billions. Think about that. They've got ten billion billions or ten trillion dollars. What do they care? They don't care. Right? And this is the problem, guys, right? What is the end game? Is it the new world order? Is it some Orwellian dark path look it's hard to say that it's bloody not if they get their way with this stuff right and the problem is is there's so much of it and it's so disturbing and it's so dark i mean i haven't even touched on the the, the, the satanic stuff that is just proliferated right where every music video is read with demons right the fact they were saying they were selling satanic transgender clothing at target like that's not a conspiracy theory that's fact right and some of the imagery on kids' T-shirts was fucking disturbing. And look, this this is not... We're not even getting to 
half of it. We're not even scratching the surface on most of it. However, we really, you know, I mean, I'd even touch Ukraine, right? <laughs> and the billions of dollars that are going there and, and, you know, granddad and his son and like just the absolute chaos. And then the UAP stuff, where do you go with that? The, the, the problem is, is that the distractions are so thick and fast, right? And the reality behind basically our entire society for a long, long time is so fucking disturbing that I understand the cognitive dissonance. Like, you spend too much time looking in that rabbit hole, you know, you know, it's going to look back, right? However, there's so many things that I could say to you right now that are just fact that sound totally crazy, right? And so many things that have happened in the last few years that are just fact that are totally crazy, right? What do we do? What do we do if they spin us into World War Three? Which I'm pretty sure they're trying to do, right? I just saw that <laughs> all the billions that they're sending to the Ukraine, Halle Burton did their deal to rebuild Ukraine. I mean, the audacity of the military-industrial complex knows no bounds, right? And, and just the control that these people have is... It's ridiculous, right? And, oh, look... We spoke a fair bit about the Ukraine stuff in episode 200, so I'm going to leave that there. However, provoking World War Three and provoking someone, one of the biggest gangsters on the planet, who has nuclear weapons, tactical nuclear weapons, I don't think provoking that man is a good idea for anybody. Right? But I mean, do you... And this is the question, right? I mean, let, let's play the scenario out. World War Three kicks off. Alba Sneezy stands up and goes, can you fight for Australia? Fuck off. Why? Why? Why would we lay our lives down for that weasley little man with no spine? Okay? And look, he's, you know, why? Especially after what, and look, it's not just, it's, you know, oh, liberal and labor, they're different. No, they're not. It's the same people, Okay. I know people that have been governing employees for 40 years. Only the name changes, okay? Everything stays the same. It's only the name that changes. It's not that puppet that we're said that is the leader, right? Which isn't a leader's fucking asshole. However, it's not that, okay? It is the system behind that. So how do we... How do we make the system work for us again, right? Because, I mean, obviously we, you guys understand that we serve the system now, okay? I don't know when that happened. It wasn't not obviously three years of enforced it, but it happened before then, and it happened slowly and sneakily, right? I, I didn't, didn't truly pick up on it until COVID, right, that we serve the system now. The system doesn't serve us anymore, okay? So how do we turn the system back to serving us? Look, I don't know what the answer is, okay? I know what the answer not is. That doesn't make sense. I know what the answer isn't, okay? I don't think anyone's coming to save us, guys. I'm sorry. I think we have to save ourselves. And the problem is, because of the power the narcissistic psychopaths that run the planet now have and the ability and the access to what they have... I'd be hard-pressed to think that any sort of UAP, UFO, alien thing, it's not bullshit anyway, right? Um, I don't think anyone's coming to save us, guys. I think we've got to save ourselves. 
right? And look, I, I, if you are a religious person and, and having faith gives you faith, then that's fine. However, the answer is internal, guys. You are God, we are God, I am God, okay? And that's not egotistical or arrogant to say. That's what they've been trying to hide from us, okay? The next book that we're going to sit down and do is The Triptych, all right? We're going to sit down and do Richard Cassaro's book. And the triptych, the whole idea of the triptych is that we are the balance, we are the dark, we are the light. And between us, we have the ability to be anybody and anything that we want to be. We are God. We are the God self or the goddess self or whatever you want to call it. The source energy of the universe that we are directly powered by. Okay? How do we move forward? How do we cope and process all of this? That's a very interesting question. And not really one I have an answer to, okay? Uh, One step at a time, one thing at a time, one job at a time. Keep it simple. Take your time. Like, we have to remain vigilant, okay? And we have to prepare. And so prepare for what trip? I don't know. Everything, okay? I don't know. Because the problem is we really don't have control, right? They, they, They took all the control and now... We're in some weird wonderland where we don't have control anymore and they could turn everything on its fucking head tomorrow, right? I haven't checked my phone in now. I wonder what's happened. But we must move forward together, okay? It's the only way. It's together, okay? And look, the thing is, now I've got to the end of this show, do I feel better? You know, what are the takeaways? I'm up to the last dot point, right? I don't know if I've got too many takeaways. I've ranted for a bit. I don't even know how long I've been in this rabbit hole. How long we've been to- I've been talking for. However, guys, we've got to remember that we're together, okay? And I tell you what, the the awesome... Look, the thing is, I used to do this show... It was a trauma-based reaction thing, the reason I used to do it, but I've dealt with the trauma, so I don't necessarily need to do this show anymore. And, you know, I remember, you know, being stuck inside and stuck on my property doing my work it's been very difficult and and you know I've been ostracized my whole life and you know I was like oh what do I do and I feel so alone and da 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 and I had an epiphany right and the, the epiphany was I sucked the life out of the studio so I had to breathe life back into it because I needed to re-engage with you guys because you guys are my people right and thank you for being my people all right, I, I, I this is the third incarnation of UTC, third time's a charm, right? And I'm doing it for a completely different reason now, and I'm doing it for you guys, right? Am I doing it for myself as well? Yeah, I am, but from a completely different uh, standpoint, okay? And I can't, I, I'm not sure what that standpoint is right now. All I know is that. I'm recharging the studio, I'm, I'm reaching out to people, I'm, I'm recreating and re-engaging. Um, and it was the realisation of the awesome coders out there that made me want to re-engage, so thank you. That This must be a pretty good solo cast because I'm not real sure what I said. I'm sitting there saying, what's your takeaways, man? Look, I could look at my dot points, but I, I don't think I want to go back too much, right? 
let's go forward instead of back. Do you know what's one thing that you can make yourself feel better about every day? Just be a better human than you were yesterday. Be a better human than you were yesterday. That's what I try and do to the best of my ability. Look, we're going to fail at that one too, yeah? Have imagine if we all did that. Imagine if we all realized and dealt with our trauma and, you know, found peace and found somewhere where we could feel good uh, or feel better at least. And look, I wish I had the answer. I really do. And I, and I don't, look, it's a big pipe dream to, you know, sound, I know I feel like I'm saying, you know, we're just going to arm in arm kumbaya and everyone's going to be cool. I understand that's not the case. I know that. However, a vast majority of us could be if we chose to, if we let go of our own bullshit and we realized that, you know, it's our heart, mind and soul and they're all human and they're all on the same big blue ball hurting through affinity. There is, there is a way that we can do it. Okay. And look, I think I'll finish with one of the last stanzas of the poem, considering I started it with one of the stanzas of the poem. The poem's on YouTube somewhere. Um, I might try and share it to the pages and, you know, it's it's on Instagram as well. However, one of the last stanzas goes like this. These things are easier said than done, that I understand. However, just imagine if we stood as one all across the land. What could we do? What could we achieve? And what's worth what? And love is the answer, guys. Please look after yourselves. Please prepare. Stay disciplined. Be kind. Be cool. Much love. We'll talk soon. Cheers. Do you want to go again? Let's do it. Yeah. Go again. All right. I know you. Been here before. No surprises settle the score. I know the darkness deep inside. Reckless rage, poison pride. I know the anger. I know the pain. through I know you I know you wow Yeah.